So, we begin again. And I apologize for the gap in our shear, um, but I have now gotten things back in order and have gotten uh, the ability to begin giving the shear once again. Baruch Hashem. May have been a lack of betachon on my own part for not being able to keep up with the shear as I should have, but either way, we will continue that. We spoke, we've been speaking about the mitzvah of Shemitah, and if you go back to Shir Mago, you can hear where the altar talked about that the mitzvah of Shemitah, um, the people who are going to be nervous about Shemitah and anxious are not the people that are not Yerim Vishlemim. These are people that are Yerim Vishlemim. In fact, they are such Yerim Vishlemim, they want to keep the mitzvah of Shemitah. The only thing is, they're, they're, they're Yerim Vishlemim to the point that they, they, they don't want to violate Hashem's Torah, but they're not enough Yerim Vishlemim that they are willing to trust in Hashem. So what are they going to do? They're going to skimp and save for six years in order that in the seventh year they're going to have enough to eat. So they're going to basically starve, starve themselves, L'Shem Shemayim, so they won't have to violate Shemitah in order to have enough to eat. And it takes a tremendous uh, amount of years Shemayim to starve yourself for six years in order to feel like, you you know, in order to, to, to be able to have enough to eat. And then in the seventh year, they, they'll, they'll be taken care of. Instead of eating the amount that they should and then being able to uh, overcome and not be concerned about the seventh year. It comes out that they really end up actually overturning the entire purpose of the mitzvah. Whoever has bread in his basket enough for one day, yet he's still worried about what will I eat tomorrow. He is among those that have little faith. How unfortunate will it be that one who will fulfill the, the din of Shemitah in action, he'll do the actual mitzvah itself of Shemitah, but he won't encapsulate the very essence of the mitzvah itself. There's no din in the Torah that doesn't have an essence to it. And furthermore, the end will be that he'll forgo the mitzvah completely. Because he's going to lack the betachon and the dedication to keep the Torah as he really should. And therefore will find it very difficult to stand strong and ration his food for all those years in order to fill the mitzvah Shemitah. And he won't be able to withstand the test. So he's going to go through all of this and he's going to end up just failing in the end because he didn't do the very essence. Now the altar tells us two two big Yisaitis over here. Obviously, the first Yisait is related directly to the Betachon. And the directly to the Betachon is that in the, in the Shemitah, that when, when, when we have this mitzvah of the Betachon that we're supposed to have, whether we are actually keeping the Shemitah and we are zeichet to such a mitzvah, to leave our arts, or not yet, zeichet to such a mitzvah, but we 
are able to uh, still have the mindset of Shemitah, where we are not worried about tomorrow because we have pas in our baskets today. So why are you worried about the credit card bill that's going to come at the end of the month? Why are you worried about whether you're going to have in the future? Right now you're okay. Right now you're okay. What are you getting yourself all worked up? Why are you getting angry with people? And why are you having that sour face on all the time when you're walking around in, in fear and with anxiety and with stress and with all the other things that you're walking around with? Yet right now you have food on the table. Right now you have lights on. Right now you have gas in the car. Right now you, you, your mortgage is paid. So what, what are you worried about? Why are you getting so nervous? So you're going to scrimp and save the whole time. You're not even going to have those things because you're always going to be worried. So that's, that's one you say that the altar's saying. The other you say the altar's saying, it just, it, it's almost like, it seems like almost a, a, zaitik, a side point. But she'en din below mitzias. It's, Something that we need to keep in mind in every single mitzvah. There's no din in the Torah that doesn't have a mitzvah. Every halacha that we keep, whether it be shemitah, whether it have direct relationship to betachon, or maybe it's something not related to betachon at all. Maybe it's something distant from betachon. Oh well, maybe it's uh, tefillin or krishma or a million different things. There's no mitzvah that doesn't have a mitzvah. And, and that is a tremendous point. And that's something that in all of our mitzvahs, to be mechazic all of our mitzvahs, we need to keep in mind. There's a, there's a purpose behind all this. Sometimes we go through the mitzvahs just as a, as a rule book. Okay, we did the rule. Check, check, check. You know, it's like, it's like we, did we do it? Yep, okay, we fill, filled the mitzvah. No, everyone has a purpose. We need to be looking into that purpose, understanding that purpose. It's not good enough to just do it. Because when you just do it, says the altar, it's going to be like Shemitah. Eventually, just doing it isn't enough. And we see this everywhere we look, where we see that people don't understand the purpose behind the mitzvahs. And they, they, they're doing the mitzvahs by rote. And therefore, it's not piercing the klipas in their heart that are, that are preventing them from being able to accept and grow from the mitzvahs that they're doing, that the mitzvahs are not helping them grow. And our particular case that we're discussing now, that's what Shemitah is about. It's about growing our batachim. That's what Shemitah is all about, is growing our connection to Hashem, knowing that Hashem is going to take care of us. So in each of the mitzvahs, we need to be aware and to look out for that. Have a wonderful day.